What's going on, everybody? This is Colin with. Hey, guys, it's Elliot. And this is episode number 77, where we have another special guest. We have Monica Kincaid Price. How you doing, Monica? I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing very well, although I think uh, we're in uh, much cooler climate climates than you are right now, so probably not as well as you, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's cool. Yeah, it's nice uh, and warm here. <laughs> yeah. So um, why don't you do a quick introdu- introduction of yourself here for us, please? Sure. I'm Monica. I'm a sports hypnotherapist. So what I do is I help athletes of all levels move past fear, stress, and anxiety, and into their unlimited potential. So fear, stress, anxiety, all of these things are just symptoms, and there's a root cause. So what I do is I dig down and get that root cause, tear it out, and then you change your whole perspective. Everything for you will change. Nice. Very cool. And so, and I mentioned the warmer climate. Where are you located? I live in Kailua, Kona, Hawaii, home of the Ironman. <laughs> Home of the Iron Man, kind of. Well, yes, it still is, I guess, but uh, it's partially is. now, huh? Yeah, partially so. now. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, <laughs> that was an interesting move. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I wasn't planning to start here, but what's what's the vibe on the island right now about like the changes and stuff like that? Any anything? I mean, I guess you're still having it every year. It's just a little bit. We're different, still huh? having it. I think that for the most part, people were overwhelmed with them expanding to two days because it is such a small location. Um, Resources are really limited here, especially right now. So having such a huge influx of people really strains what we have to offer. And so I feel like people are like, okay, we can do this once. But then when Iron Man wanted to do it again, there was a lot of pushback from the community. They're like, hold on a minute. That was two days of basically this entire side of this side of the island shuts down. Our main road is closed because that's where we're cycling and we're running through town and everything else. So it is a huge, it has a huge impact on the community and um, having it on a Thursday, which is a normal work day was a huge challenge. (laughs) So that's a good point. Yeah. I didn't think yeah. about the work. Yeah. Thursdays yeah, are right. hard. So, you know, Saturday, it's not a normal work day for most people. A lot of people work on Saturdays, but a lot of places had to close two days. So all the places on the course had to close for two full days. So that's a lot of lost revenue. Yeah. Interesting. So and how, we'll how long have you going. how long have you lived in Hawaii? Um, I've lived here almost 20 years. Wow. Okay. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> Very nice. And so are you a triathlete yourself? I am a triathlete, of course. Nice. Okay. I, I thought so. I thought so. I just wanted to confirm here. I didn't see that exactly on your website yeah. and things like that. So yeah, nice. it's hard to live here and not be a triathlete. So That's fair, huh? yeah, I competed in the world championship in 2019. You did. All right. Yeah. Nice. We were yeah. there. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very cool. Nice. So have you been racing a long time? Um, I've been doing triathlons for about 12 years. So yeah. a little while, but mostly just here in Hawaii because living in Hawaii, trying to travel with your bike and everything else. I only did that once. <laughs> I did yeah. Ironman Austin and I, said, I don't think I want to travel anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... So mainly just the triathlons here. 
the Honu, the 70.3, the Lava Man races, those kinds of races. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very Mostly cool. we just train. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very cool. A lot cool. of training. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of training. A lot of hills right outside of the course here, right? Everything's hills. The whole yeah. island is hills. So, yeah, you can't escape the hills. Yeah. Which I love. I love training on hills. They are so fun. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's so we cool. got plenty of that and it's year round. Everything is, you know, it's year round. It's in the eighties here right now. So yeah. we're sweating by way to rub it in. Year round. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. So, yeah, and it's definitely have... the ideal place to live if you're a triathlete, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a uh any kind of an athletic background or do you kind of get into it after you, you know, were on the island and just got forced into it almost? Well, actually, part of the reason why I moved to the big island was because of Iron Man. <laughs> okay. But I hadn't done a triathlon when I first moved here. But yeah, I've been an athlete my whole life. I played soccer. I ran track. I was on the snowboarding team in college as a wakeboarder. So I was very into sports, but I never wanted to distance run. If I wasn't chasing a soccer ball or something, then I'm not running. <laughs> and then but a friend of mine was doing triathlons and I was living in the Tahoe area. That's where I went to college. And I was really interested in it. She kept saying, you got to do this. It's so fun. you got to do this. And so it was always uh, in the back of my mind. And then at that time, I had just started running like three, four miles at a time. I'm like, okay, distance running is kind of, this is something, you know, I should, it's good that I finally started doing this. And uh, then I learned about Ironman and I was, wanted to move here anyway so I was like oh well I'll just move to Ironman to uh Kona and uh then I just started volunteering at the race I started running distances I started running marathons and then one thing led into another and so for me the biggest uh, my biggest boundary into triathlon was the swim because I didn't I could swim you know I'm not going to drown in the water I spent a lot of time in lakes and things like that but I never had formal swim lessons and I still have it <laughs> I just ah. copy people in the pool <laughs> all right that's fair well do you know yeah, do you know the swim lane like what are you doing <laughs> do, you, do you know Carlin Pipes Nielsen um I have I know of her and I've her, met yeah. her before yeah okay yeah cool. mm -hmm. yeah yeah well she'd be her a great resource for you other yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah very cool nice yeah all right well speaking of swimming I'm sure with your profession here you don't ever have anybody that approaches you about challenges in the water do you oh tons that's probably as far as triathletes go that seems to be the number one issue is fear of the open water, mm -hmm. which is the opposite fear that I had. I was afraid of the shore. Once I got away from the shore, I was fine. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> For me, it was the bottom. I had some sort of issue with the bottom that I had to work through. So, yeah. Very interesting. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> so what, I mean, I'm sure everybody's circumstances are different, but like, tell us more about like some examples or uh, uh, solutions or ways you've helped some people in the past here. Okay. That's a very broad question. <laughs> it is. It is. I figured we'd start broad. Maybe we can dial in from there. And everybody is super, super unique. 
So there's two different um, modalities that I use to help people. Um, the first is the hypnotherapy and the second is behavior change. So I'm also a behavior change coach. So when you combine the two is when you really see your results. So all of our programs, everything that we're operating from, all these fears, the fears I still have, our anxieties, our stress, these are all programs in our subconscious mind. And so in order to make a change, you have to change that program or create a new one. That's why we it's so hard to change habits and things like that, because we're trying to do it on the conscious level. And on the conscious level is not where these programs are residing. They're deep down into our subconscious mind. And that's the benefit of hypnotherapy. And uh, it's really taking off lately. A lot of athletes are being very open about their use of hypnotherapy. So what it does, it's not like the stage show you see. It's not I'm not waving a clock in your face, <laughs> telling you you're sleepy. It's none of that. Um, there's two different ways that we go about doing it. But what it does is it goes right into your subconscious mind. And so then I can put the program that you want. It has to be in your own words. It has to be true to you and it has to be safe for you and for others. So that's the other thing about the subconscious mind is that it's very, very smart. It knows who you are. So I could not put you in a hypnotic state and tell you you're Batman because you're not Batman. <laughs> your mind would be like, no, damn it, no. that's not true. <laughs> However, we can unlock your true potential because we're all, well, I shouldn't say all of us, but a lot of us are holding ourselves back. It's us that's in the way. So that's what hypnotherapy does is it goes right into your subconscious mind and we can change these programs. And then there's two different ways that we can do this. Um, traditional hypnotherapy, which does put you into a relaxed state. Your brain waves go into the delta state, which is just above sleep. So you are awake, you are conscious, you can speak, you are aware of what's going on, but not quite aware. It's it's an interesting state to be in. It's actually my favorite. I love being in that state. It's very calm, very relaxing. And so that's the traditional hypnotherapy. So when I walk you into this state, that's when I will give you suggestions. And if there's a particular mantra that speaks to you, whatever it is that you want, um, that's when we would do that. And then another way, like a, a newer way of doing hypnotherapy is just through having a conversation. So we go into this hypnotic state actually constantly, all day long, whenever we're doing something and Oftentimes people will say, oh, I was on autopilot. You were on autopilot. You were in your subconscious mind. And so this is how these programs get in is that we are in this state constantly all day long. So things people will say to us, things in the media, whatever it is, will get into our mind. And so the second method through conversation is that it brings out whatever this root cause is into your consciousness. So it allows you through this conversation and while you're going into these unconscious moments, these, when you're in this hypnotic state, you can actually pull out the information yourself. And it is really effective. It usually takes only one session. And then you become very aware of what was holding you back. And you can change that very easily from there. It's fascinating. And I absolutely love it because it is so impactful. And so when you're training, 
And then you're training your mind, doing these different hypnotic things. Uh, that's when you become limitless. And that's what I realized the pros were doing because an amateur athlete, like we're always trying to get better, right? It's like the pros, he's trying to look for what's the next training program or how, what can I add to my training? What can I add to my nutrition? What can I change? But the focus was never, at least for myself, on my mind. And I didn't realize at the time that it was my mind that was holding me back and my mind that was stopping me. The training programs, the nutrition, they're important. You definitely have to train. <laughs> You're not going to just walk out the door and do an Ironman. You definitely need to train for this. But what was in your mind is the determinant to how you're going to proceed and how you're going to do, how you're going to compete, how the race is going to be for you. Are you going to be happy during the race? Are you going to get upset at things that happen? These different things are your mindset. And this is what is important to train as you go along. And I guess a quick question on that is, so this is something you can do remote? Yeah, answer? absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it works okay. really well remote. And I did put myself through my own program when I was training for uh, 2019. Practice what you preach, right? Yeah, you got it. So, yeah. 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 so I can tell you a super embarrassing story if you like about what I did out there. <laughs> so just to embarrass myself for no reason. That a girl. Go for it. Yeah. So um, I had a great swim. Super happy with my swim. Really fun out there. Um, the bike was really challenging because I had headwind both ways. <clears throat> I lost my nutrition. I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. It's fine. By, you know, by about the time I got to the harbor, I was ready to be off that bike. <laughs> I was like, Can I just get to the run? So I got, I transitioned, I got out on the run. I was so excited that I was finally running that the turnaround on Ali'i Drive, there's this little U-turn, right? I was so excited. I put my hands in the air like this and went, look, no hands as I ran through. That's how happy I was. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's the power yeah. of the mind. Like nothing was going to get to me. I was so grateful and so excited just to be out on that course. It was the best day ever, no matter what happened. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Nice. <laughs> So, and then, so you, you say like it could benefit from a single session. Is there then like mm -hmm. homework assignments and things you can continue no. to work on or no, 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 no homework assignments, nothing like that. No, it's just being aware. So if we, for example, someone came to me and super common fear, the fear of the open water. So we worked on that. We got into the root cause and uh, then it becomes that your conscious awareness, you know, what caused it and then you have this choice am i going to follow this or am i going to go in a different direction because now i know it's safe and that's the most important part is we help you to know that whatever it is you're scared of is safe so then it's in your conscious awareness so then it's just up to you to keep reiterating that to yourself if that ever presents itself does that make sense it does yeah 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 Right. So you're ultimately you're prepared for it when that situation arises, yeah. right? You're a hundred percent prepared. Yeah. You are then in control instead of just running on autopilot. Right. It gives right. you control, which is the interesting thing of hypnotherapy is that it's just 
giving you control over your own mind. It's not somebody else controlling you. It's not mind control, except in the sense that it gives you the control over your mind. Because like I said, so many things we do, we don't even think about. We just do them. Like, why am I doing this? What, where is this coming from? And so that's how you're able to change things and move to the next level. Because we also hold ourselves back when, say, there's a certain time we want to hit and we feel like, oh, I can never hit that time. I could never run five minute miles in the marathon. Well, that's just you holding yourself back because you probably can. <laughs> or like you get out on the marathon in Kona and you're on pace to go sub nine hours and then you start to slow down and then you totally break down and feel sorry for yourself and say, damn it. Yeah. And uh Ah, okay. Uh, I'm sure that's never <laughs> happened to anybody, but uh, no. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, ultimately, I, I still, uh, I think, you know, for me, this, this past year in Hawaii, uh, it was a personal best, but it still wasn't what I was looking for. And, you know, my goal was to go under nine hours and uh, I ended up with like a cramping issue I always have. And I totally kind of just mailed it in for a bit uh, for sure. And uh I can I can live with not necessarily performing, but when I don't get the best of myself mentally, uh, I don't yeah. like that. <laughs> well, exactly. I think that's why I think that's why we're still in the sport, Colin. <laughs> that's true. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, um, myself too. I, I, yeah, far from perfect. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, do you think if everyone did? I mean, does everyone benefit from this? And I mean, does everyone? Yes. Uh, does everyone feel like the benefits of doing this kind of therapy? I mean, does it help everyone? Yes, actually, it could help anyone who's willing to or wanting to reach the next level. Yeah. I think that's that's got to be the the key, though, right? Is you have to want to change, be interested. Like if I bought a a certificate for my wife to do it, and she's not interested in doing it, right, then it's probably not going to work, right? No, (laughs) no, that's the thing is you have to want to make this change. If somebody comes to me and they say, you know, I really want to get over this fear, but they don't truly want to get over the fear. Like it's coming from somebody else. It's coming from outside pressure. Then it's not going to work because you do have that control. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I mean, you do have that control over your mind, so it won't work. (laughs) You have to want to make the change. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. And so a lot of, you... oh, go ahead. oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say uh-huh. a lot of the pro athletes do this every single day, daily. They do this. Yeah. And so is it, and I noticed that actually I did comb your website a bit. So you do have um, meditation part of it too, right? Is that kind of. Yes. Yeah. Right. I am a meditation coach. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. So is that considered separate or are they kind of intertwined or. Um, so meditation and hypnosis are very similar it was described to me as meditation is a state of mind and hypnosis is problem solving so that's basically the difference I absolutely love meditation I meditate myself for at least 15 minutes every morning it's very beneficial as well um but it's a state of mind right it gets you like okay but it doesn't actually solve the problems. And that's where hypnosis does. So hypnosis is a deep state of meditation. Gotcha. Okay. So with like the meditation therapy and things, do you provide like protocols to people there as well? Or like what, what, what is, or is that more like just delivering kind of a meditation to people? 
it's more like just delivering meditation to people. Yeah. So okay. I'm a coach on the Aura app. And so I oh, have, you are? yeah. Nice. <laughs> I have an Aura. Yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't yeah, know nice. that. Awesome. So, um, yes, yeah, so I'm on there. So you can find my meditations on there. Um, so it's more for something. Well, how can I describe it? So I have a lot of things that are very specific. So I have a lot of things, for example, if you're having trouble sleeping, um, I have stories that will put you to sleep. They're super boring. <laughs> um, I have meditations for releasing things, letting go of things, um, feeling that you're worthy, things like that. Um, and it is, like I said, it's a state of mind. So it can get you into that mindset in that moment, which can be very beneficial. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I have, I haven't spent as much time with the aura meditations. Um, I did recently, um, I don't know, familiar with, with hyper ice. They have their, um, mm -hmm. little meditation shoot. Why I'm holding it here. Uh, Oh my gosh, um, Colin, this the, is so weird. The, I just got that too, like two days ago. I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah I really like it. I yeah, really like it. Me too. Um, what is that? So, um, my goodness, it's oh yeah, the 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 core they call it. So, what you see are the people that do watch this on YouTube. I guess you see, but it's it's the yeah hyper ice um, core. And what you do is you put your fingers on it, and it actually vibrates. So, oh. like for example, let's say you're doing like a, a meditation with like four second breath hold you know then um exhale for four whatever it is it like uh -huh. it really guides you so that you have that feeling in Whoa. addition to whatever the timing is you know like because wow like, what is you know is there i mean i'm sure everybody's can get a pretty good idea on what a second is but like you know if you're trying to do these different timing things right you get a little bit off or something like that yeah. and you find yourself out of sync with the person or something like that and i found it like i'm I mean, I think I think meditation is very difficult and it is for most people. Right. And um, one thing I've also learned learned a lot from that is like, you know, it's, it's expected that your mind's going to drift. Right. You know, and you yes. just have to pull yourself back in. Yeah. And I used to get frustrated thinking, why can't I do this? Why do I keep drifting? You know, and things <laughs> like that. Right. Um, yeah. But I, I find it to be much more engaging just by holding that and getting, you know, and some of them, they have different, you know, um, exercises or different um, meditations you go through. And some are more engaged with it. Some of them don't really use it at all. Um, oh, and they nice. just kind of have a steady, steady thing going with it, but it's, it's pretty cool. That's I think they're awesome. you know, onto something. Yeah. It was more, I mean, I'm, a, I'm, as most people uh, know that listen, I'm a sucker for gadgets and will uh, justify <laughs> getting anything um, to try it out. But, and that was one I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. And I, I'm quite impressed with it. It's, it's pretty neat. So have you used it yet, Elliot? Yeah. And I, I, I yeah. love it too. I mean, I have a hard time with meditation. My mind wanders really bad. Mm -hmm. But I think just holding it and it kind of vibrates to like your breath. So it really does like, I mean, you can close your eyes and it really takes my mind off of everything. It's that's a good distraction. Awesome. It gives you yeah. something to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm definitely yeah, going to so check out some of yours here. Yeah. The interesting thing with hypnosis is your mm -hmm. mind doesn't wander. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. But I mean, my mind will wander during meditation too. Sometimes I'll set my timer for 15 minutes and be like, oh, wait a minute. All I did was think about things. <laughs> and that's fine. I mean, that's yeah. that's totally fine. Your mind is going to wander. It's how it yeah. is. We got yeah. a lot of thoughts. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Nice. So how long is a typical session of, of um, hypnosis? Yeah. yeah. It's I about an hour. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. 
And so there is some pre-work um, that would be done prior to that, or like you said, do you have to kind of make it your own? Um, is there preparation we do? Like if I made an appointment with you, um, mm -hmm. I would do that in preparation before that one hour session? No, so you wouldn't have any preparation at all, okay. actually. Okay. So what would happen before we had our session is we would have a phone call. And in that phone call, you would tell me what was going on, um, what you wanted the situation to look like, what you wanted your outcome to be, uh, the words you use with yourself and the words you want to be using with yourself. And so we would just dig down deep into what the actual problem was. And then, so then I can prepare for my session with you. So then when you came online for your session with me, then I know exactly what's going on and then I can help you. So it's uh, me who has homework. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. There's okay. nothing for you. And then there's nothing for you to do after either. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you, okay. you're just good. And it's incredible the transformations that people make. It's mind-blowing, yeah. Yeah. And how long you been doing this now? Um, I've been doing hypnotherapy for about four or five years. Yeah. So I started, like I said, I was an athlete. Um, I started as a personal trainer. So when I, I was first living here, I was working as a personal trainer. And that's when I realized that it's the mind that really has the most impact. So I really wanted to add the mindset training into my personal training. And then I just kind of evolved to where now I am still a certified trainer, but I don't train people physically anymore. We just do the mind and then, you know, I'll offer advice to people say, what should I do? <laughs> yeah, then I'll certainly right. help them say, oh, you know, you could do this, this and this. And yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting too. I think, you know, when it comes to especially triathlon and I guess it's changed a little bit with Gustav and some of the younger guys being successful, but it's been a lot of times the guys that are kind of, uh, and females that are, you know, towards the tail end of their career that end up doing well in Hawaii. Right. And I think it's oftentimes it's when, or I guess at their peak of their career ends up being not necessarily where genetic or they're physically the fastest, but it's where they have learned the most to have the mental strength to be able to perform at their best. Right. So I think it sounds like, you know, this is, this is an opportunity to really speed that up or, you know, mm -hmm. close a gap of somewhere where you may be missing out on some of those kind of things. Definitely. And like you said, I feel like that's a really big thing in triathlon because it's such a mental sport. How we do is determinant by what's in our mind. And as we get older, we actually improve that. So I feel like that's why people keep getting faster and faster and faster. I keep getting older and older and people are not getting slower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're not going to, and I don't really want them to. But uh, I, I just remember thinking back when I first started triathlon so long ago, I was like, oh, I can't wait till I'm in some of these upper age groups because the people are going to be slower. But no, nope. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> what about, but that, uh... is, um, that is the one thing that I will not uh hypnotize somebody for is to win winning can never be your goal it always has to be self-improvement and then i tell people winning is your consequence so i had um i was a varsity cross country coach here at a local high school and i put them through this program that i call the north star performance program and it involved um hypnosis 
and goal setting, the behavior change. And every week when we would set our goals, I would always tell them, remember, winning is not a goal. Winning is simply a consequence of how you execute everything else. So they made huge strides. They had time goals. They had all kinds of, you know, I want to have a strong kick at the end. I want to start off strong, you know, whatever it was. And like the changes in them, like I still get chicken skin about it because it was so exciting to watch them evolve as people and realize the control they had over what happened during the race because they can control themselves. And once they finally realize that all they're controlling is yourself, the rest of the field is the rest of the fields. It was amazing to watch. So yeah, winning's never the goal. It's just a consequence. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's with new clients or even, you know, clients that aspire to get to Kona or whatever is kind of a goal. I think, especially with long course, first thing I always say to them is, you know, you're only, if you compete against yourself and you focus on what you're doing, that's, what's going to give you your best results. Right. When you start getting caught up in what other people are doing, you know, that's going to throw you off your game and, and you're likely not going to perform as well um, as if you stick to your plan and do what's best for you. So. um, Yeah. That's great advice. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, well, right. going off a tangent on that, did you watch the latest Lionel Sanders video? And that's exactly what he was saying is like, I'm done listening to everyone else. I'm just going to do my own thing. I know what to do. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? That's awesome. Good for him. I have he, not I seen actually it. started watching that today, uh, but I have not finished it yet here. So <laughs> um, I'll have to see what he, he says here. Is, um, but interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it's important. I think that kind of comes with uh, age too, when we finally start realizing that, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> I can only control me. So I can only compete against me. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think in fairness, you know, the, the tactics and the professional racing is a bit different than, than age group mm-hmm. triathlon, you know, and um, there is some things, but that doesn't mean yes. they can't be mentally prepared for certain situations and things like that to know what yes. to do, you know, and be programmed right better to be be ready for that. Right. Yeah. 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 And um, I'm so excited to hear them actually talking about this now because it's so important. Mental health is so important. Yeah. It's the most important as far as I'm concerned, because that's what controls everything else. If your mental health isn't very good, then your body probably isn't very great either. So, I mean, it's all one. Yeah. Totally off category and way here, but it's, it's fresh in my mind here, but how do you feel? Do you feel like technology is, is messing with our abilities to do that in any way? And with all the, the screen time and, and focus and things like that? I do. I feel like technology is kind of that double-edged sword, right? It's beneficial. I wouldn't be talking with you guys right now and seeing you guys if there wasn't technology. However, I feel like we get very caught up in it. You know, as we all know, it is designed to suck us in and addict us to it. That's its whole design, just like a slot machine in Vegas. We all know this. (laughs) And yet we all seem to choose like, where's my phone? I can't not have my phone on me. So I feel like there's got to be a balance between how much time you spend and how much time you spend out. So as triathletes, when we're out there, we can't be looking at our phones. At least I'm not, especially if I'm in the water. I don't have my headphones. I don't have my phone with me. You know, I'm just swimming. 
you're just alone with your thoughts, especially if you're staring at a black line. (laughs) It's just you and your thoughts. So what are those thoughts? You can start asking yourself questions. You can really use that time to find out, you know, what is really going on with me? Because interestingly enough, we don't often even know because we get so caught up in, you know, what's going on over here, what's going on over here. But well, what's going on right here with you? Like, how are you doing? Like, what's what thoughts are in your mind? So I feel like it's a little of both, you know, like training programs online, I think are awesome. I love using training apps. But then I feel like there has to be a balance. And that's going to be up to each individual to, you know, figure out is this benefiting me? Or is this not? Can I let go of this technology? Can I just go out for a run and not even listen to music, which is a challenge for me. (laughs) I love listening to music or podcasts while I'm out on the bike or out on the run. But, you know, sometimes I'll leave the house without my headphones and be like, oh, okay. And honestly, I really don't notice a difference. I think my mind wanders so much that I'm not even really paying attention to whatever is going into my ears. So it's, it's an interesting, how do you feel about it? Well, uh, so I'm fresh off actually yesterday at the time of this recording, I did, it happened to be a Tuesday. So we called it this, but uh, I got four kids and family. They're on vacation for Christmas right now. And uh, we did a no technology Tuesday. So Mm -hmm. for the first time, since I think I've had a phone, literally had my phone uh, off uh, my computer, everything, we did not touch a screen uh, the entire day. And um, yeah, and I I openly admit I was pretty nervous about it. And like, (laughs) I guess it's it's just one of those things, like, especially as a coach where you're kind of, you know, you always want to be there, just make sure you're available to somebody and things. But even it started first thing in the morning, like I get up pretty early. So it was dark and like I use my phone as my flashlight. I couldn't do that. But then like. (laughs) thinking about going for a run and it's like all right what temperature is it i don't even know what the temperature is to like clothes to get you know properly uh attired for it and then you know but we made it a pretty family focused day we went bowling you know out to eat and all kinds of stuff so we were busy most of the day but there must have been 20 times that i like would have reached for my phone and Mm -hmm. you know just uh even you know at like the kids asking a question you don't know the answer to it's like oh just let me google it real quick couldn't do that yeah i can't google that But I'll also say this just being the day after, like my kids attitude and just they seem to be a lot more clear last night. And even now today they're on vacation. They haven't really done much. I had to work again today. And like I noticed the grumpiness in them that uh, that wasn't there by the time we kind of got out of that yesterday. So um, it is interesting and it has me kind of thinking about uh, ways to definitely, you know, we try to limit screen time, but uh during the vacations, it definitely can be hard when everybody's working and stuff like that. So uh, it's interesting. So again, it's kind of fresh on my mind. So I was curious yeah. kind of, uh, for your feedback on those kind of things. So definitely. Uh, How about for you, yeah. Elliot? Yeah, I spend way too much time on my phone. And that, I think <laughs> that's why I like triathlon is, I mean, in swimming is you get away from all that or go for a long run and I don't bring my phone with me. And I think that's one of the main reasons why I like training is that I get to kind of just escape and get away for a little bit. So you don't even listen to music when you're out? Um, I mean, I have it on my watch. So, I mean, I'll listen oh, to music okay. on my watch, but sometimes, yeah, I don't listen to anything and just, yeah. just listening to my, my breath is kind of nice and relaxing right? sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Yeah, there definitely has to be some sort of a balance between technology because it is pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, then absolutely. it could be too much of awesome. So it's yeah, like cake. Absolutely. It's delicious. But if you eat the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's not going to be so great. <laughs> Yeah. So what about, um, can hypnosis help? Like if you're just, you know, um, unmotivated or struggling to, you know, get, let's say your swim workouts in or something like that, can it help you, um, with just kind of general motivation stuff too? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. General motivation is also really common. So stress fears and just the motivation to do what you want to do are probably the three main things that I work with. So, yeah. And uh, again, it's just a symptom. It's a symptom of something else. So if we can dig down to what that root cause is and pull it right out, then if you really want to swim, you will be swimming. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Um, And then, so with your, your coaching too, and you you mentioned, um, or sorry, it was um, with the, the behavior change and things like that. Is there any kind of um, like you a big, are you like a, Tiny Habits fan, like um, if you're familiar with uh, BJ Fogg, right? And uh, yes. those kind of things. Um, or what's kind of your philosophy in general, would you say there? So for behavior change um, is basically just goal setting. And so I like to call your ultimate goal, your North Star, because goal, that word, I don't like that word. <laughs> okay. right. So what you are aspiring to, whether you currently feel like this is uh, even possible, that's going to be your ultimate North Star. And so I'll work with people to figure out what is it that you really want to accomplish? Because sometimes we'll say, oh, I want to make millions of dollars. And and that actually might not be true, as strange as that might sound. That might not actually be what you're actually aspiring towards. So I will just ask some guided questions and help people to dig out, again, the root of what it is that they really want to accomplish. And then we'll go through and you will actually set your own goal for the week. So this is your North Star. So what would be your first step to get there? And then there's different things that we do to go along with that. But then every week we'll check in and and say, okay, you know, how are you doing with this step? Is this step working for you? Do we need to change this step? Maybe the step that we thought was going to work is actually not working. And so we can change it. Okay, so if adding two clients a week, that wasn't working. So, okay, well, what will work? What do you think you can accomplish? Because it always has to be what you can because we want to succeed, right? Succeed, success is what motivates us to keep going. If we're constantly failing, it's really hard to keep going. And sometimes in business that happens, but, and you know, that's just another mindset of being able to move past that. So that's basically what we'll do. We'll set the goals and then just every week we'll just progress and progress and progress. And there's different, uh, little different things that we do along with that, but that's the basis of it. And so by the end of three months, I usually tell people it's really important to do this for three months solid. And so by the end of three months, you are well on your way to whatever goal it is that you wanted to change. Nice. Yeah. And oftentimes we will add the conversational hypnosis or an actual traditional hypnotic session to that to remove whatever blocks are blocking you, whatever it is that you are stopping yourself from doing this, 
then we will dig down again and get that out of your way so that you can be free. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Okay. Nice. Um, and so, um, if people, you know, we just kind of, you just reach out to you, like, tell us more about the process if people are interested in working with you. So anyone who's interested in working with me, you can go ahead and, um, send me a text message. I have a phone number on my website, um, or send me an email and I'm happy to answer any and all questions. I am on LinkedIn. Um, I just joined Facebook <laughs> literally yesterday. <laughs> wow. I the bullet. Come on. I got to, I got to hear a story on that. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, you obviously you've, you've, you were fighting it for a while and just changed your I've mind from a business it. perspective or what? Um, there's just something about the perception of Facebook that I don't really, doesn't really resonate with me. Um, but I decided that if I wanted to create a different reality on Facebook, then I can create that different reality on no. Facebook. So I am creating a community of positive support and encouragement and so anyone can go onto my site it's still in the process of the name change the last time i was on facebook was 2015 and it still had my personal training business on there which was hoku fitness so within the next couple of days that will be changing over to eclipse performance which is the yeah. name of my business now so right. <laughs> yeah it's so eclipseperformance.com right is your website yeah eclipseperformance.com yeah yeah yeah, it's cool. funny to finally go back on there and here's this post from 2015 of me training <laughs> a client. <laughs> like, oh, I was so young. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, no, I think that's uh, super helpful, hopefully, to people to hear and think about some options here. I mean, you know, I guess they're real quick, you know, just talk about, I mean, we spend so much time training and so many people just totally neglect the mental aspect of training. Right. And right. You know, if you're looking for marginal gains and things like that, if you can, you know, make a slight improvement there, you know, what could that do for you and your results? Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, like you, like you said, you know, I think it's definitely becoming more normal and people are more open to this and things and it's, it's coming around here. Um, but uh, I couldn't agree more and think, uh, you know, just, how important the mental side of things are with everything that we do is just, it's absolutely vital. Yeah. It's really everything we do. And it, but it, it really translates into sport, which is then how we translate into life. So exactly. it's a metaphor for what we do. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate you coming on here, Monica. So uh, yeah, we'll put uh, some info and how people get in touch with you in the in the notes here, right, Elliot? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, or I guess, Elliot, you got any other questions? You got here? That's a nice looking bike you have in the background. Is that actually, yours? I was actually, that's right. We should have commented <laughs> that. So we're all, we're all felt riders here as well. Here, it looks oh, like. are so, you? Oh, I love yeah. that bike. Yeah, that's up yeah. on the Ironman course. That's up at Kahala. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> Nice. Well, Thank uh, you. if we ever yeah, get back bike. to the island, you know, maybe, maybe in 2024, then, uh, you know, but uh, definitely look forward we'll to, to go for a ride. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So definitely. Very cool. Well, thanks again, Monica. We appreciate it. Thanks Thank everybody you, for listening here. Thank you. And uh, we will talk to you guys soon here. Great. Thank you so much.